Hello, everyone. My name is Patrick Patton, and I am your host on Are We Grownups Yet? This is the podcast where I'm asking creative professionals how they built careers in unconventional fields to make a living doing the things that they love. And I'm doing that to inspire and motivate you to do the same. This is what we used to dream about when we were still just kids. Any big brand or any brand at all needs photography, needs models, needs all these creatives to sell their product. And, you know, you're contributing to the, to the world, to the country by really generating uh, revenue for these big companies. And just really, you know, the economy can't function without a way to sell the product. I mean, that it is kind of true. It's like going back to what we were talking about, art and culture. And, you know, I think I remember at one point, um, I want to it wasn't Vivian Westwood when I went bankrupt. And the London government actually reinvested back into the brand mm -hmm. because it's art. You know, like this is like we're making something. It's not mm -hmm. just you know, Tommy Hilfiger, or I don't know who's been sold or whatever, but like the, these brands, they're, they're, they're some part of our culture. I want to know when you were modeling, did you have any really weird, really crazy experiences? Um, I mean, what kinds? What do I you don't know. mean? Like you're always in a new place on a new location or in a new studio with new people. And I'd imagine at some point, there's got to be some really weird shoot you were on that you're like, is this real life? Did you ever have any experiences like that? I guess you kind of just start like normalizing weird. Yeah. So that you like right now I'm like, well, what's weird? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think I've been pretty lucky. I've heard, I've heard some weird stuff. Like I haven't had any weird animal shoots or like <laughs> I heard a story once of a girl in China getting like trod on by a horse oh, on geez. like – I mean, I have had the, you know, middle of winter and you're like on the top of a mountain and like, you know, I've had 22 hour days before. One time I did a 22 hour day with like 14 different clients and I, oh, like, wow. I walked the client straight to the bank right after the job. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. And like, you know, I've been like in really derelict places like it modeling is so far from glamorous like if you're that girl that's gotten that taste like you are so very lucky but you know every girl has a different ride based on mm -hmm. her look in in this in this career where they might be able to work and um yeah I would say probably the most challenging places are Asia but that's why I loved it um that's what I thought was really exciting was when they did ask me to do really weird stuff because that's what excites me about this job is like the new and different challenges every day that it's not just like a regular nine to five and I'm not going to see myself the same way. And, you know, I'm going to be asked to do really weird stuff and really weird poses. Um, yeah. But I, I think I've, I've been really blessed, like short of like a couple experiences when I first started modeling, like I think because of the way I handle myself, I haven't really 
um, dealt with a lot of disrespect or mm -hmm. bad situations. Do you think that there's a single thing that really was the factor for your success in modeling? Um, I think I know that I'm, I know that I'm really strong. You have to have like, um, a lot of self-worth and value in yourself and you have to have faith. Um, you know, there's nobody that's going to give you the right answer in modeling. There's no one that's going to, you know, people can't promise you. It's just like buying a, a lottery ticket. But, you know, you can take every opportunity with the best attitude and you can be ready for when opportunity hits you. And that's something that my parents always said to me. And, you know, it's something that I struggled with. Like, I wasn't perfect. It's hard being an Olympian every day of your life waiting for that job, you know, and always having the strength of mind and stability to know when that time is. But, um, yeah, anyways, I think just like, just trying your best and staying true to believing in yourself is important. So when you were starting out, social media definitely was not what it is today. Did social media have any impact in your career at all or, or building uh, I would say social media probably hasn't helped me. Um, I'm not like, I'm like a little more of like a conventional model and the work that I did and was doing was more conventional mm -hmm. and people don't like that. People don't like editorials. People don't like girls that are wearing contemporary wear that's buttoned all the way to the top. So it was a little bit challenging um, also like the fact that I was working so much, like, I think that people don't understand that the girls that are really working, like to be able to be working and then also be a professional model yet still be taking full behind the scenes coverage is just not how it works. Like, um, so really finding a balance with that stuff, but also like there's girls that like are just more catered to Instagram, mo like modeling. They're just yeah. girls that have that platform and they use it like, it, like I said, I think it just really depends on the type of model that you are. And, you know, it, it's the way that you look at it. It's a great platform for free advertising. Mm -hmm. um, it's a great platform to show people who you are, um, not just um, in a photo, but in like a 360 view. And that's something that I probably didn't take advantage of because I'm a little bit shy. Um you know, I'm a little bit more comfortable with that controlled static image. Mm -hmm. um, but for the girls that, you know, um, I, I think it's a great free tool. And then those tools should be used. Do you use it now that you're an agent? I've had a hard time understanding how I should transition my Instagram <laughs> now that I'm an agent. Um, I still have my photos coming back at me. I still have photographers that are wanting to shoot. Actually, I still have my agencies in Canada. Um I, when I joined the team, I uh, only took off my representation in LA because... Um, conflict of interest. Conflict of interest. Uh, I want the girls to feel like they have someone that they can trust. Um, so that was kind of the deal that I made. Um, that also kind of helped me not just... It wasn't like a, a thought that I made where I'm not just modeling anymore, you know? It was easy to kind of still do the things that I love. like. I loved the creative aspect. The everyday shooting and stuff wasn't exactly where I got my joy. So now I can still do the things that I love, do the creative stuff for the girls. And like, I'm kind of getting the best of all the worlds. 
So with somebody sitting at home and they are interested in modeling, what would you say is the the most important step that they could take? Um, I would say um, immerse yourself in like the proper education tools. Like when I was a kid, I used to watch fashion TV, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, find out what parts of the career, like the career really stand out to you and how you can get there, like how you can use this platform to become the person that you want to be. Like, are you more interested? What, what models stand out to you? What are they doing? Are they volunteering? Are they, you know, being a model is, is being multifaceted. It's not like I love clothes and I'm, and I love fashion. Like it's also about being this, um, being, this special being that's fun to be around, has so many talents that can dance, play basketball, volleyball, like it's a lot, Mm -hmm. but that's kind of the expectation. So I would say like, if you're interested in modeling, like just become the person that you're meant to be, whether you're into science or you're into flowers or you're into, and then curate that towards fashion too. Mm -hmm. Um, Like how can I take what I'm really passionate about and bring that towards this extra thing. And when you say curate that towards fashion, are you talking in a portfolio or are you talking about Instagram or? Oh, I guess I'm talking about curating your personal human mood board. Okay, got it. <laughs> your human, I guess curating yourself. I don't know. I know it's a lot. But in, in a, there's so many beautiful, talented people now that I think moving away from this idea that I want to be a model and this is who I'm going to be. That's not the idea. Like great models are great models, but they're in addition to who they are as this person. Um, and the rules are always breaking. That's a great thing about modeling. When I started, it was different. 17 was already a little bit too old. We're signing girls that are 24 that have had business jobs as new faces that have had marketing experience. And you know, it's, it's, it's definitely different and that's, what I think is exciting about it. Um, so yeah, for someone that's in middle America, I would say, you know, do the things that you love in addition to, to fashion and really just have fun, explore your creativity, get in front of the camera, learn your body to see if you really have, um, there, there is, there is the personality, but you also have to be slightly photogenic. Mm-hmm. Um, personality goes a long way, but it's also great to like know your angles and to know lighting and movement. And, you know, if, if you do have the time to work on those skills too. Yeah. Is follower account on social media important? Is that a factor at all when people are applying to you, to your agency? Um, okay. For us, no. For other agencies, maybe yes. Um, But like I said, uh, that's just because like every agency and every agency's image and what they're going for is different. Like us with Meraki and what we might be looking for, um, we bring in some of the older ideas um, that I never had a huge following and I worked very well. We have girls that don't have huge followings, even have like 70 followers and they work very well. But Mm -hmm. then we also cater to the clients that are looking for those large followings too. It doesn't hurt to have it. It can't hurt. Um, you know, it's only, but like, will that be the deciding factor as to why we will not sign girls? No, absolutely not. And I'm seeing that there's a large 
movement away from social media. I'm not sure where it's going now. I am too. And I'm seeing a lot of people working that don't have a high presence on social media. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, like I said, I never had a huge one. Um, I think it's evening out again. Even when I was working more full-time modeling, I was hearing from a lot of my clients that, um, that it just wasn't working like the sales versus like after they've been able to use some of these models that it, they weren't getting the types of sales that they thought that they would invoke from the platforms that they were using. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing that I've heard in terms of feedback, and we don't represent girls like this, like our girls are very multifaceted. Like if they do have a high Instagram following, it's not just because they have a high Instagram following. They're great models too. Mm -hmm. uh, they're great girls to be around. Um, I, so I would say keeping that in mind too. We're not just signing girls because they have 500,000 right. followers. If you're not a good person, we're not signing you either. Uh, so that's something to think about too. So let's talk about that then, developing your skill and your talent and your um, personality and just even figuring out what it is that agencies are looking for, that brands are looking for. Um, for somebody who's new and just starting testing, how does somebody get a grasp on what that is? I mean, obviously you talked about just be yourself, but there is another factor to that, which is learning your craft. Yes, you can be yourself, but you can still not be yourself while you're modeling. Right. <laughs> you know, um, within reason, depending on what your certain lines are. Like for me, I act like this now, but I would say when I have my makeup, my hair, my, like there's a presence. I'm a different being. I can be anybody that you ask me to be, you know? And I think that like, that shift. I'm no longer that who I am now to you that we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. When I have when the I have that complete look and everything's come together in a full production, when I'm shown photos of what my expectations are, I'm no longer Amanda Tataran. I am that being and I'm and I become those movements. It it's like a freedom, I think. And that's what it was for me. I don't think you're still that person anymore. It's acting. It's, mm -hmm. you know, it's an experience. Um, you're creating what you're being, Absolutely. I guess. Yeah, and as a photographer, I completely agree with that because there's times when I'm shooting with a model and we're both, you know, it's, we both understand the story and we both understand, you know, basically, basically like you said, it's acting. And right now, this is the part that you're playing and... Sometimes you get into that vibe and it really works. And then other times you're just not on the same page and you got to find ways to, to make it work. <laughs> you know what? Like not everyone's going to click too. That's right. the thing. Like uh, we say all this, we're talking about all this stuff and ma sometimes magic happens and sometimes it mm -hmm. doesn't. Like it also can't be forced. Um, and I think also you have to realize when forcing it, like there's just, yeah. when things aren't working either. And it's nobody's fault. That's the thing. Like I think sometimes in this industry, people are so forced to get results and that's when you're not going to get results because it is that it is, although it's a business, it is something that's, um, it's like a fine line that involves art and magic and all these little pieces that are coming together. So yeah. Are you grown up yet? I don't know. Honestly, um, I have major Peter Pan syndrome. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm just, maybe it's just because of so many years of modeling. Like, uh, 
the sense of time and, um, I don't know, living in the now, uh, I'm not sure when that like light will switch for me. I, th I think I'm just young at heart. I, I think I'm just young at heart. And what can I say? That's a good answer. I like that. Well, thank you so much for doing this with me. And uh, it was really nice meeting you and talking with you. Yeah, nice to where, meet you. Where can listeners find you? Uh, you can find me at Meraki Models. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on my Instagram. Are you guys accepting, um, what's the word? Not applications, but do you do? Yes. Uh, so, I mean, I'm, I'm a scout as well. Um, we are accepting all the time. We are a boutique agency, so we are looking for the right additions. Mm -hmm. um, take a look at the website. Um, definitely come down. We have open calls on Wednesdays as well. Um, but yeah, we're always looking for great new additions to the board. We're looking for the right, the right ones. Cool. All right, Amanda. Well, thank you so much. So nice to meet you. Are We Grown Ups Yet is sponsored by New Face Magazine. Check it out at newfacefashionmagazine.com. Are We Grown Ups Yet is online everywhere. We are at www.arewegrownupsyet.com. Find us on Instagram and Facebook as well. Send me a message. Tell me what you're up to. 